Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Do you want to learn how to create an online course to increase your influence, your impact, and your income with zero tech overwhelm? Well, you're in luck because this is part one of the online course series, and we're going to go through exactly how to do just that. got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash little black book to steal all of my social media secrets. You're listening to the Talk Social to Me podcast by Stevie Says Social. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 49 of the Talk Social To Me podcast. Buckle in, guys, because this episode, I'm just going to put it out there, is a complete game changer. I don't say this lightly, I'm not one to exaggerate, but it honestly has the ability to change your business and your life. It certainly did mine. What we're talking about is how to create an online course, or more specifically, how to create and sell one with zero tech overwhelm. This is part one in my online course series, and the reason why I've decided to put this series together is, well, two reasons. Number one, I've just created, well, recently at the end of last year, I created my first signature online course. We'll go through the impact that it's had on my business, but I can hands down say it is the very best thing I have ever done. 
Besides starting this podcast, but those two things definitely are the best things I've ever, ever done for my business. Now, the other reason why I decided to put this together is that since creating my online course, I have had so many of you reach out and ask how you can do the same. This seems to be a hot topic. People have Instagram DMs, they've hit me up at networking events, they have called me, business friends have asked me when I've seen them. It's something that a lot of you want to know about. And so what I thought I would do is to put together an ultimate guide, an online course series, so that the next time somebody asks me, how do I go about doing it? How did you do it? I can simply send them this episode. Now, my only regret when it comes to my online course is that I didn't do it sooner. There's one thing, though, that I know for damn sure, and that is that if I had have had the knowledge around the right tools, the right launch strategies, the course creation and tech to use when I was first starting out, it would have saved me a bucket load of time, sleep and late nights because I went into this thing completely blind. When it came to creating an online course, I literally knew nothing when I decided to embark on my grand little adventure and do it. And until I stumbled across the right tools and solutions to use, and honestly, thank God for that, I almost threw in the towel and gave up on the whole damn thing only about, oh, I don't know, 50,000 times. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Creating and selling my online course was hard. Putting together the actual course was just the beginning. There was also building it. There was choosing the right hosting platform. There was putting the tech together, making sure that the tech played nicely with other tech. There was deciding which of the gazillion online recurring subscription tools I needed. And those things add up, trust me. There was building an audience, there was creating a launch plan, marketing, and at the end of the day, getting people to buy it as well. With so many moving pieces, it's really easy to see why something like 95%, I think is the stat that I've heard, of all online course projects go unfinished. I got there though in the end and since creating and selling my course, as I mentioned, I get so many people asking me how I did it. So what course platform did I use? How did I get started and was it all worth it? So what I'm going to do is break down how I did it. Now, I'm going to give you a quick disclaimer before I kick off. I am no online course expert, right? I have done this once. I want to make that really, really clear. But after my first launch, and honestly, in all honesty, my first launch exceeded my own expectations and it cracked the six-figure launch threshold that all of the online business people seem to go on about. I actually think I might be onto something and I think there's value in going through exactly how a newbie fumbled their way through and the things that they learned along the way. So I'm going to break everything down for you to save you the time, to save you the hassle and to save you the trial and error. 
So this is part one of the online course series. Part two is going to be all about launching your online course. And this part one is going to be about creating your online course and all of the things that you need to do beforehand. Now, disclaimer, we cover a lot in this episode. So if you're listening and you're multitasking, don't worry, because I have got you covered. What I want you to do is head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 and check out the show notes for this episode. I have a full transcript of the entire episode, along with screenshots from my own online course and the process of its creation. So you don't want to miss out on checking this out. It literally goes through everything so that you don't need to write the notes for yourself and so that you can visually see the work that went into producing my online course. Now, I've also put together a really valuable freebie checklist for this episode. I told you I am going all out. It has a step-by-step breakdown in checklist format of everything that you need to do in order to set up and create your online course, literally step-by-step. So in order to get your hands on it, you're going to want to go over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 and download it. Do this now. Trust me on this because otherwise you'll forget and this is not a freebie you want to be missing out on. There's also a very special surprise inside the freebie, but we'll get to that later. So head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49, pause this podcast while you do it, and then we'll come back and we'll get cracking into the episode. Okay, you've got it. You're sorted. Good. Now, I'm going to start by giving you a little bit of information on my own online course, Hashtags Aren't the Answer, and how it came to be. I'm not going to give you my entire business background. If you've been listening to this podcast, you would probably know some of it. And if not, you can check out episode 41, where I recount my first year in business in a lot of detail. Long story short, though, I am a social media consultant that hit capacity with one-to-one client work. So around November of last year, I had some awesome clients that I was assisting in a one-to-one capacity to get their socials sorted. I'd hit a snag though. I had no more hours left in the day to take on the new clients that were inquiring about working with me, right? I was also finding that for those that I could take on, I was teaching the same things over and over and over again. Clients were coming to me for help with hashtags and random tactics, but ultimately what I was finding is that that's not the help that they actually needed. They needed their brand sorted and they needed a sales funnel and they needed traffic. And so that's what I ultimately would help them do. So what I did was develop a framework to help those clients. It became an eight-step guide with practical steps for social media success. After taking my consulting clients through that framework and starting to see the success that they were experiencing, what occurred to me is that I could probably use the framework to create and sell an online course. So that was where the idea came from. Doing that, I kind of thought about, would allow me to work with more people. It would stop the monotony that came with teaching the same thing over and over, which is something that I was definitely getting over. And it would allow me to kind of scale my business, scale my time, scale my income. And so 
I decided I'm going to create an online course. It seemed like a great idea, right? And at the time, I kind of thought, how hard can it be? How wrong I was. But guys, I made every mistake and I took every wrong turn in the book until I discovered an easier way to go about it. But we'll get to that later. Now, the question you're probably asking is, was it worth it? Now, for me, the answer was a resounding yes, especially with the benefit of hindsight. The launch of Hashtags Not The Answer was, for me, a really big success. There's over 150 students, amazing students that I've got a lot of kind of personal one-to-one coaching contact with going through the first intake of the course. And this is a result that surpassed even my very best case scenario predictions. The process also, the process of course creation got a lot easier after I happened upon my current course platform. And I'll get to that in a sec, but it really made life a lot easier when I found out that it existed. And a lot of the tech things that I was trying to piece together uh, were no longer an issue. So I guess the question that you're probably asking now is, Given that I've kind of said how difficult it was for me, whether you should think about creating and selling an online course. So my advice on this is that it depends. What I wanted to do is to give you a few things to keep in mind when considering whether creating and selling an online course is for you. And before just diving in headfirst and going for it gung-ho like I did. So number one is whether your course is something that people actually want and whether they would be willing to pay for it. I think I've mentioned a couple of times, but course creation is tough work, right? So before you pour countless hours in, what I recommend is having a fair bit of confidence that it's actually something that people want, right? Some online marketing gurus recommend kind of doing this by pre-selling your course and pre-selling your course is essentially launching without your course having been created yet. Now, personally, the thought of doing this actually gives me hives just thinking about. And in my case, with my online course, it probably would have resulted in a complete mental breakdown for me. Why? Well, because number one, your first course takes time, right? And if you pre-launch, you're on a deadline. So you're likely going to have to start, you know, delivering the course within a month, maybe two months max. That's fine if you think that you can do that. And when you're estimating that you can, side note, I recommend doubling the time that you think it's going to take. But here is the big but. If you're unsure and if you've never done this before, I'm guessing that you are unsure, you're probably going to be setting yourself up for, I'll be frank, a fire festival situation. You'll either burn out trying to get everything done in time or you'll deliver something that isn't up to the standard that you wanted, which is completely unacceptable in my view anyway. So my personal view on this is that pre-selling is a recipe for disaster, at least for first timers. And I know that that's not necessarily the most popular view. A lot of the online course people have a completely different opinion. Now, the problem with my advice, and I completely understand this, is that if you take it, what it means is creating a course without having actually validated that people will buy it, right? So this kind of begs the question, 
what did I do to validate my idea if I didn't pre-sell? And I've got a shocking secret here. I didn't really do anything, but here's the thing. And I know that this isn't necessarily the smartest answer, but I just knew guys, every week I had people asking if I offered courses. Every week I was turning down clients who couldn't afford my one-to-one services or they couldn't fit into my one-to-one schedule. Every week there was growing demand. Now, I also had another indication that it was the right time for me to put together a course. And that actually brings me to point two of the things to consider when deciding whether to create and sell your own course. Now, that is whether you have an audience of people to sell to. Here is what I don't recommend. I don't recommend creating an online course and then trying to find an audience to sell to. Do not do that. It will end in tears. It'll end in crickets. It will end in a lot of money spent on driving cold, low converting traffic from Facebook ads in order to sell your course. And to be honest, none of those scenarios sound very appealing to me, right? So for me, in addition to my service work, I had spent over a year prior to the launch of my course building a, inverted commas, tribe. I hate that word, but that's what the online course people say. So I started a weekly podcast. I grew a social media following. I grew a really significantly sized email list, 10,000 at the time, which is a really valuable asset when you're selling an online program, right? And I basically just added a lot of value all the time without pitching and selling. So as a result, I had a community of people that kind of already knew me. They trusted in the value that I provided and they liked me enough to kind of follow me on my journey, right? So if you don't yet have that, I really recommend making that your focus for at least a solid six months before even thinking about online course creation. Either that or pre-sell, which I didn't do. But if you are going to do that, you need to really prepare to roll up your sleeves and endure a lot of sleepless nights creating your online course on a short timeline if you do. So that brings me to my third point to consider when you're kind of trying to decide whether you're going to create and sell an online course. And that is whether you have the budget. Now, Here's the thing, creating an online course is not free. It takes time for one, time that you could be spending on client work. Uh, Creating an online course, basically, it requires you to create space in your schedule and it requires you to consistently stick at it for a good chunk of time. So for me, I headed to Bali for two months and I focused solely on that. Well, not solely. There was a little bit of play in there as well, a few afternoon drinks. And if you were following my Instagram stories, you saw that we went for sunset drinks every night. Anyway, I digress. But even when I returned from Bali, it took up a really good chunk of my otherwise kind of income producing time for a couple of months. Now, I'm not saying that you need to jaunt overseas to a tropical destination to get a course done, though I highly recommend it if you have the luxury of doing so. What I'm saying, though, is that you need to be prepared to set aside the time and time for service providers is ultimately money. Now, if this all just sounds a bit ouchy to you, don't worry because there's also a plus side, right? So 
my online course has already netted or it netted more in a month, so during my launch period, than my entire yearly corporate salary that I earned the year prior to starting my business. So I'm not saying this to boast. I'm not saying this for any other reason but to say that if you can commit to it and you get it right, creating and selling an online course is an income-producing asset that doesn't require your time, and that is such a valuable thing. Now, the other thing to keep in mind when it comes to budget is the tools that you need to get set up. So most are structured as recurring expenses, which means that you pay for the month in, you pay for the month out. And trust me, guys, they can add up. So to do it right, you need things like a course platform, you need video hosting, you need deadline funnels, you need uh, shopping cart software, landing page software, automated webinar software, forum software. This is literally off the top of my head. That is just a taster. And for me, that was a really overwhelming prospect, right? Or at least it was until I found an all-in-one solution that quite literally saved my wallet and my sanity. But I'll get to that in a sec. Now, the fourth thing to keep in mind when you're considering whether to create an online course is And this is a little bit tongue in cheek, but I really do want to drive this point home. Whether you're expecting passive income and to sit on a beach as sales roll in without lifting a finger. Now, if that is what you're after, I get it. It is the dream, but creating an online course is not for you. Creating an online course, it does mean, right, that you're no longer swapping time for money. And that's a really powerful thing. But I want to get over this notion that it's passive. It's work. And in the early days, at least if you want to create and sell an online course that you're really proud of, and you do, hopefully, it takes a lot of work. So there were no beaches or early nights for that matter for the entire few months that I spent creating my course. Now, will that change in the future? Quite possibly, but there is always going to be updates required. I have a social media course. Social media changes all the time, right? My course is also really hands-on and I actually recommend that yours be as well, but more on that later. So there's always work to be done. That is just how it is. Now, sure, during my launch, I had sales in my sleep and that was cool. And if you have the right software, and again, I'll get to this in a sec, but you can set your course or your membership up on something called Evergreen, which means that it's selling all the time on autopilot. And that's something that I intend to do in the very near future. But let me make this clear. It is not passive. And especially in the beginning, you need to hustle. (laughs) It is a lot of work and there's no sugarcoating that. So let's just say that you fit all of the criteria. You've kind of ticked all the boxes. You want to do this thing, right? Now let's go into where you start if you want to create an online course. So once you've decided that you're in, once you have a course topic that has demand for an, from an existing audience, so you've validated your idea, and once you've committed to actually investing the time and resources required to create and sell your course, what you're going to be wondering is where to start, right? So I know that that's exactly the question that I had when I first kicked off. Now, 
before you open a blank document and you start writing down your course content, which sounds like a pretty important step, right? There's actually a few things that I recommend getting sorted first. So let's run through what they are. Number one is to create a detailed timeline. So the first thing that I recommend doing is deciding on a launch date for your online course. When do you want the doors to open? Now, from there, I recommend working backwards and making a list of every single thing that you need to get done in order to make that happen. Now, when I was creating my online course, I used project management software to do this. I used Airtable. You can use whatever works for you, right? And if you go to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49, you can see a snippet from my own Airtable. So you can see how I actually planned out my own course creation and launch. I essentially decided on a number of key categories. So key dates, launch, pre-launch, course materials, course platform setup. And then I listed every single thing that I could think of that needed to be completed under each subheading. Then I essentially assigned estimated times to each one. Now, many of these blew out, so give yourself ample buffer, right? Especially if you're creating your course around your existing work commitments. Remember, there's just as much work in a well-thought-out launch as there is in actually creating your course materials. We're actually going to cover launching in part two of this series in more detail, but For example, in my launch, there was a four-part video series. There was a sales page, email sequences, Facebook ads, collaborations, influences, and more. So you don't need to use all of these, right? But you do need to put a lot of solid time and thought into marketing, into choosing your channels, and into mapping out a timeline that will give you ample time to prepare. So we'll cover this, the launch and the pre-launch phase, a little bit later on. Now, number two in terms of the things to get sorted before you kick off is to decide on the format of your launch. Now, this is a big one. In 2019, right, the online course market is saturated. It is a billion-dollar industry. A lot of people have bought online courses in the past, and unfortunately, due to um, poor course quality, due to lack of commitment or action-taking, and sometimes, you know, a combination of the two, students haven't received the results that they desire, or they've been promised the world and they've been showered with emails and attention from the course creator during the launch, only for that course creator then to be nowhere to be seen when the course kicks off, right? So with a lot of people having been burnt by their online course experience, there's many that are now understandably really wary of investing time and money into yet another online course, right? You could call it course fatigue. So what that means is that the online course landscape is changing. In particular, there is, in my view, and based on my market research into the course world, a really marked shift away from courses that don't involve a personal element and real training from the course creator. So in other words, video-only courses that are sold in bulk without any personal element to them are falling out of favor. There is a lot of information that is freely available out there on the interwebs these days, right? And so people are demanding more for their money. They want and 
in my opinion, they deserve real coaching from a course creator that actually shows up for them. So in my view, this means that the way that you structure your online course in 2019 and beyond needs to change. Now, one of the very best ways to structure it in a way that makes it desirable to your audience and allows you to command a more premium price point is to personalize it. So let me use the structure of my own online course as a case study. It includes eight modules of video lessons and workbooks. And believe me when I say that I poured serious blood, sweat and tears and many, many hours into them. But that is just the beginning. What sets my course apart from others is that when you sign up, you also get access to me. The course includes a number of touch points for personalized advice and coaching, and it ensures that every student's individual circumstances are catered to. So for example, there is a private coaching forum that every student has access to. It's essentially a chat room between the student and myself, and the student can ask questions and get feedback that is personalized to their own individual circumstances. Now, there's a live Q&A call each week that is hosted within the course platform. And there's a community forum. So students can get advice and feedback and they can interact with each other. And the best thing about that is that over time, it really kind of quite literally becomes this real treasure trove of useful and relevant social media information as people post their questions and they have them answered by the community and by myself as well. So the lesson here is that these days you need to do more than simply throw together some video lessons and upload them, right? At least you do if you want to stand out in a really saturated, saturated online course marketplace. So give some thought as to whether you want to include elements like these into your online course. And that's something that I strongly advise that you do in the planning stages of your course creation progress or process, sorry. So the features that you intend to include in your online course platform will have a really strong bearing on the actual course platform that you choose. And this actually brings me to my next point. So the third thing that you need to keep in mind uh, before you actually start creating your course. So this is to choose your course platform. Now, once you have created a timeline and you've mapped out the structure and all of the required features of your online course, it's time to decide on your course platform. Now, I recommend that you do this early. The reason why is that there are so many options available these days for you to choose from. And I'm speaking from experience here. It is incredibly easy to end up going down a really big tech platform rabbit hole and spending many really valuable hours in which you could actually be completing your course materials on researching the various options, right? I know that I certainly did. Now, here is what I found though. Most of the articles that are written online about online courses and platforms are actually written by the course platforms themselves, and so they are incredibly biased. This makes the process of researching and shortlisting really, really confusing, at least it did for me. So here are a few things to take into consideration when choosing your course platform. 
Number one, does it include everything that you need in order to create, launch, and market your course? Now, it is so important to ensure that you're comparing apples with apples when you're doing your research, okay? There are many course platform options at many different price points, but it's their features and their inclusions that you really need to do your research on. So, for example, some course platforms are simply course materials um, or there for hosting your course materials. Some are or may include things like, you know, order forms or payment gateways, but they have really little in the way of launch assistance or tools. Some of them include everything, but they don't actually allow you to own your content. This is the big one. They don't allow you to own the content that you're uploading. So it's actually uh, owned by by them. It's on their servers, etc., And that makes it really difficult to ever leave if you decide that you want to change course platforms. So ensuring that you pay attention to each of these elements when you're doing your research ensures that you don't end up paying a lot of money for additional tools or even worse, regretting your course platform decision, but finding it difficult to move. So number two is thinking about whether it includes, so the course platform includes support to help you create and sell your course. So if you're a newbie online course creator like I was, you will likely find the actual process of putting together the tech involved in the creation of an online course incredibly confusing. How do you link pages together? How do you set up a video series? How do you lock it down when the launch is over? How do you set up a secure payment gateway? How do you connect it to your sales page? These are just random questions, but they're all questions that I had and the list goes on and on and on. So you need to make sure that your course platform or the one that you choose has two things. Number one, education and training on the entire process of setting up launching and running your program. And number two, this is really important, exceptional support for the many, many questions and issues that you have along the way. I actually signed up for free trials for a couple of course platforms, and I just found that their help and their support was extremely uh tardy. So it took a long time for people to come back to me and unhelpful. So I was kind of sitting there scratching my head, trying to work out what to do next. So the third thing to keep in mind is whether the course platform has a feature set that is continually being innovated and updated. Trust me on this. You may not know it when you're first starting out, but As you progress, you will find that whatever course platform you choose has its limitations, right? And it will save you endless frustration if you are working with a platform that is constantly on the forefront of course creation best practice. If you're working with a platform that is continually innovating and if you can find it, and I have, which is open to suggestions for new features and incorporates them into their feature set. So which course platform did I go with in the end? It was one that fit all of those criteria and more. And it was also one that allowed me to structure my course in the manner that I set out above. So with the personal elements like private coaching and live Q&A calls and the community forum and all of that kind of personalization. So the platform that I used is called 10X Pro. And if I could kiss it and hug it, 
Guys, I totally would. (laughs) So I actually compared it to other platforms like Teachable and Thinkific and Kajabi. And it was a clear winner for me because I really felt like it was a Swiss army knife of online course platforms. If you're serious about your course and you're serious about creating an online business that will allow you to leverage your time and additional sources of income, I highly, highly recommend that you consider it. So with this course platform, I was able to create really beautifully designed online course, a really beautifully designed online course portal. And it gave me the ability to drag and drop, which meant that I didn't need to pay for expensive web development, but I had the ability to customize things as I saw fit. I was able to set up my online course as a membership site to enable recurring income from students that were committed to getting their socials sorted. I was able to implement private coaching in a one-to-one forum. And that allowed me to help my students individually and increase the value of my course. I was able to set up gamification, which is a fancy word for ensuring that students actually complete the course and they achieve results as well as being rewarded for doing so. I was able to hold live Q&A course calls within the course platform for supporting students with their questions. I was able to set up a community forum with the course platform that wasn't dependent on external platforms that I don't own or have control over like Facebook. And that is just the course itself. So in addition, this course platform enabled me to create really sophisticated launch campaigns to promote and sell my course at quite literally the click of a button. So there were trainings on suggested ways to launch your course and sell it to your students. And after I selected one, so I selected a four-part video series campaign to launch my course, there was quite literally a one-click funnel, which when I selected it, basically created a templated landing page for me to personalize with my own design, a sales page, although I had an existing sales page, so I used my own, order forms, literally everything that I needed in order to implement the campaign. And even better, everything was already connected and it was ready to go. So there was no confusing tech. It linked up with my email service provider, ConvertKit. So I was able to trigger automatic emails to go out really simply and really easily. And the best bit for me is that when I did get stuck, I not only had a direct line to the founder of the platform and their support team, but they went over and above to ensure that I had everything connected. And they even did it themselves when something was a little bit over their over my head. So honestly, when you're spending hours and hours on putting together the materials for an online course, This is what you need, guys. The last thing you need to be doing is dealing with confusing tech, trying to figure out how to launch and actually sell and feeling really stuck when you hit a snag. Now, if you're thinking that this all sounds too good to be true, it's not. It's better. (laughs) I am so in love with 10X Pro that I've actually partnered with them to put together a special offer for anyone that's interested in using the platform and creating and selling their own online course. So the special offer is over at steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49. There's a link to the page for you to uh, check it out. But We together, so 10X Pro and the founder, John and I, have put together a package for anyone looking to create their own online course. And guys, it is pretty epic. I'll go through it again at the end of this podcast, but 
Essentially, it includes 30 days of free access to 10X Pro, a lifetime discount of more than $100 off a month for 10X Pro, a bonus strategy session with the owner. So this is massive value. John will actually meet you personally over Skype to help get you set up and to sort out your online course strategy. It includes weekly members only live Q&A coaching calls. So if you want to get your course set up and you want your hand held the whole way along, you can get your individual questions answered. It includes 100% access to the Online Business Training Academy, and this is gold. I literally used this entire training academy to lock in my own launch, and also a behind-the-scenes training video from me. So in this training video, I give you a sneak peek into my own online course and the platform so that you can see exactly how I did it and how you can make it work for you. So I'll walk through the step-by-step process that I took to get my online course set up, the feature set that I used, and how you can pretty much do exactly the same. So if you're interested in that, head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 now to sign up for that offer. It is a good one. It is epic value. Trust me on this, guys. This is a platform that I use, that I love, that I recommend, and that has completely changed my business. Okay, so that is your course platform sorted. Now, step four in terms of the things that you need to get sorted before you actually start creating your course is to create your sales pages. Now, I actually recommend that you do this, yes, before you dive into course creation. Your sales page is the page that people go to when they're interested in buying your course, right? So it should sell your course. It should get people clicking on that buy button. That is its one and only goal. Now, in order to do that effectively, you need to entice people. You need to address their problems. You need to address their wants and their pain points. You need to Set out the structure and the inclusions of your online course in a way that highlights the benefits of the course as well as the features and more. That's just a taster. Creating your sales page is a science and it's an art and creating it allows you to get really super focused and clear on the value that you're providing and how you're providing it. Now, it also acts as a perfect framework for your course, right, which really helps immensely when it comes to putting together your course materials. So that is why I recommend completing it first. So what does a great sales page include? Now, I'm no expert on this, but I did a lot of research when I was putting together mine and I put together a sales page that I'm really damn proud of. Now you can check that out and you can check out a link to it at steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49. So you can see exactly what mine looks like. Now it took time. It took developing a hook. It took understanding the wants and pain points of my ideal clients. It took fleshing out the modules that I wanted to cover, the key things that I wanted to include, getting clear on things like my offer and my pricing, learning how to speak in a helpful language while also encouraging people to take action. It took breaking things up into sections to create flow, to create consistency. But once it was done, it really acted as a a guidepost for the entire course. So I really do recommend setting it up first before you create your course. 
Now, side note, I created my own sales page from scratch because I hadn't yet discovered 10X Pro, but there are actually templated sales pages within 10X Pro that you can use to make this process a hell of a lot easier. Okay, so they are the things that you need to get sorted before you even start creating your online course. Are you still with me? I hope so. Now, step four in this whole course creation process is finally getting to actually creating your online course. Now, I'm not going to lie, this bit ain't easy. I knew exactly what I wanted to include in my course, but actually getting it out and arranging it in a way that made sense was a whole other ball game. It's also easy when you're creating an online course to kind of get caught up in wanting to give your students the entire house, the entire kitchen sink. But here's the thing to remember. Your students are purchasing your course because they have a problem and because they want a certain result from your course. So the question that you need to ask yourself is how you can provide that for them. How can you give your students a transformation with the least possible time and effort on their part? Transformation and efficiency is the formula, right? It equals gold. So with that in mind, here is the process that I went through when putting together my course. Now, I want you to note that I did this module by module rather than going through the process for all of this for the entire course at once. And I really recommend that you do the same. So number one is that I outlined my course. Now you've already kind of done this a little bit if you went through and you created your sales page, right? But let me really flesh out the process that worked for me. I started with the eight-part social media framework that I use for my clients. It essentially required four steps and there were a couple of parts for each step. So I color-coded each part so that students could see which part applied to which theme. I then made each part a module of the course, and from there, I made a promise for each module. So, for example, module one was all about setting up your social media strategy. My promise was that by the end of module one, students would have their business objectives and their social media goals finalized. From there, I then listed the key steps involved in order to fulfill that promise. So for module one, the key steps were to number one, set business objectives, number two, to set social media goals, and number three, to formulate three strategies for the next 90 days to help to reach those business objectives and social media goals. Those points then became the subsections for the module. So that is how I outlined Step two of the course creation process is to flesh it out. Now, this is not a step that everyone will necessarily need, but this is what worked for me. This is the way that I did it. So after creating the outline, I then went back and I wrote a detailed kind of workbook for the module. And if you go to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49, you can see an example of how I did that. So essentially, it was a script with sections and subsections and exercises to take the student through the course. 
I didn't end up using everything that I wrote down in the workbook draft in the final workbook, right? There was too much there. But doing it this way gave me all of the information I needed in a really well thought out structure when it came to creating slides and the recording. Essentially, it gave me the script for the module, something that was really invaluable as I undertook the next two stages in the course creation progress or process, sorry. So this brings me to step three, which was creating the slides. Now, I'd had a slide deck created by my designer, so I had a template to work with. This stage of the process involved simply breaking down my workbook notes into individual slides. You'll likely move your slide deck around a little bit to ensure that you're covering everything off as you go through. I know I certainly did. Now, that's a good thing. This kind of stage of the process allows you to refine the structure of your course by seeing it all laid out visually and making adjustments as necessary. Now, the fourth stage of the course creation process is to record. Now, newsflash, recording your course is actually really time consuming, but if you've already completed the previous steps, it won't take as long as it otherwise would. Why? Because you essentially have your scripts by now. You have your slides. And now it's simply a matter of speaking over your slides and recording as you go. Now, there were two parts to the recording process of my online course. Number one was the head-to-camera components. These videos sat at the beginning of each module as a welcome video, and they basically involved me speaking direct to the camera. You can see examples of that at steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49. So this is something that I DIY'd. I purchased two light boxes, I had my podcast microphone, and I ensured that my background, my dress, and my makeup was professional, and then I set aside a full day to record the eight modules and a welcome module. I scripted these beforehand and I remembered the script so that I was able to speak directly to the camera. I then edited them myself in iMovie. And as you can imagine, there was a few stops and starts because it's not easy to remember eight modules of kind of welcome information, right? Now, if you have the budget, and this is definitely something that I will do for future iterations of the course, you can invest in a videographer and a teleprompter in order to have this done for you. And it's something that I would recommend when you do have the budget to do so. The second part of the recording process was the process of recording over slides. Now, I did this using Keynote because that's what I used for my slides. If you don't have a Mac or you use another program, you can also use something like Screencast-O-Matic and that will do the same thing. Now, with Keynote, I was able to record my voice over the slides. This, side note, can be a really long process. You need to stop and start a lot. That is going to be a given. And then you'll need to edit to kind of stitch it all up perfectly afterwards. One thing to keep in mind when you're recording is that sound quality, good sound quality is a must. It is unforgivable not to do that in a professional online course. So I would always recommend that you use a professional microphone to ensure that the quality is on point. 
Now, step number five in the course creation process is to prepare your course portal and supporting materials. Guys, we are almost there. This is the last step. So once you have all of your videos prepared, you need to prepare any supporting materials and then you need to arrange it all within your course platform. So for me, this involved the creation of workbooks. Much of the information was taken from my course outline, so that made it really easy for me. I then briefed these into a designer so that they were visually appealing. And you can see examples of that at steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49. Next, I created blurbs and outlines for each of the modules so that they were ready to upload into the course platform. And then finally, I created the different design elements. So things like headers that I needed to upload into my course platform to give it the look that I wanted. Once everything was created, it was simply a matter of uploading it to my file storage software and then arranging it inside the course portal. Note that my videos, my workbooks, and my other assets weren't actually directly uploaded to the course platform. Now, this is, in my view, a real benefit of 10x Pro. The course platform doesn't store your materials, which means that they are always housed on your own real estate. This might not seem like a big uh, deal when you're first starting out, but if you ever want to move online course platforms down the track, it matters a lot. You want to retain your IP and the way 10X Pro is set up allows you to do this. So for me, I used Vimeo Pro and then Wistia for my video storage and I used Amazon S3, which is so incredibly cheap for storing PDFs and the like for my workbooks. Now, designing the course portal was the fun part. 10X Pro made it really easy for me to create a really beautiful course platform and to incorporate all of my own branding and design elements. If you want a run through of exactly what my course portal looks like at the moment, it's actually about to go through a big redesign, but you'll see what it looks like at the moment. Uh, make sure you do sign up for the 10X Pro offer, which is at steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49, and it includes a video demonstration for free. So guys, that leads me to the end of part one of the online course series. We have covered a lot, right? I told you that this would be a really meaty episode. So let's recap. The first thing that we covered was the success of my own online course, the launch of my signature online course, and some of the challenges that I faced along the way. The second thing that we covered was uh, me giving you some pointers for considering whether you should attempt to create and sell your own online course. I mentioned considering things like whether your course is something that people actually want and would be willing to pay for, whether you have or you're willing to commit to building an audience, what your budget is taking into account the time that you're going to need to dedicate to course creation and launch, and finally, whether you're expecting passive income and to sit on a beach as the sales roll in without lifting a finger, in which case creating an online course is probably not for you. The third thing that we discussed was the initial steps that you need to take if you do decide to create an online course, specifically creating a detailed timeline, deciding on the format for your course, deciding on your course platform, and creating your sales page. Finally, we went through the process of online course creation from outline to fleshing it out and scripting to slide creation to recording and editing and finally to preparing your supporting materials and uploading everything into your course platform of choice. 
So to give you time to digest, we're going to leave part one here. In part two, coming up in a future episode, we will be discussing an aspect of course creation that is often kind of overlooked, or if it's done, it's done really haphazardly, which is unfortunate because it's just as important as creating a great course itself. And that is launching your course. So that episode is coming up very soon. In the meantime, for those considering creating an online course of their own, I want to, again, let you know about the very special offer that I have partnered with 10X Pro on. I've already mentioned how much easier 10X Pro made my life. So I'm really excited that this offer is available just for Stevie Says Social followers and podcast listeners and not forever. So make sure you head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 to check out if it is still available. So the package includes 30 days of free access to 10X Pro, a lifetime discount of more than $100 off a month, which is huge, a bonus strategy session with the owner to get your online course strategy sorted, weekly live Q&A coaching calls to have your individual questions answered, 100% access to the online business training academy with all of the resources that I use to lock in my inverted comma six-figure launch. I hate that term. And finally, a behind-the-scenes training video where I give you a sneak peek into my own online course and exactly how I did it. I walk you through step-by-step the process that I took, the feature setup that I used, and how you can do the same. Here's the thing, guys. I'm not exaggerating when I say that creating an online course has changed my life. It has allowed me to create an additional stream of revenue, and that has now become my primary revenue stream. And it's allowed me to change my business model from one-to-one and swapping time for money to leveraged income doing something that I genuinely love. I couldn't have done it without access to 10X Pro, without access to their suite of training and without the support that I received. And I'm really, really passionate about this. So when I approached John from 10X Pro with the idea for this package and he said yes, it really kind of spoke volumes to me about their approach. They're so open to helping and to partnering and they were so kind of generous with the offer that they gave to my listeners it's a ton of value. Like they want you to succeed. I want you to succeed. And if you want to create an online course and you're willing to do the work, this is the way to do it. And this is the platform that I did it with really simply with no tech overwhelm. So to sign up for the free trial and to get all of the bonuses, as I mentioned, head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 That is also where you'll be able to get your hands on my free freebie checklist for this episode. We went through a lot in this episode and this freebie checklist literally gives you step-by-step everything that you need to do in order to set up and create your online course. Not to mention it is beautifully designed. To get your hands on that, head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 49 now. Okay, guys, that is part one of my online course series. Keep an eye out for the next one. Now, before I go, I would just like to ask if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a quick rating and a quick review. I read every single one. It honestly makes my day and I would be so grateful. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you then. 